This is Jewish Board Talk with Sharice Zephard, only on 101.9 High FM. And I am so pleased to have Bronwyn Hershowitz, art specialist and art publicist, back in her regular bi-weekly slot. Bronwyn and I have decided to broaden the scope of our chat beyond entertainment and to look at all things positive happening in the Jewish world, and we have renamed it as the Feel Good Slot. Bronwyn, welcome. Hi, it's so nice to be back. Happy New Year and just putting out the Feel Good vibes um, everywhere. That's what we need at the moment. That is exactly what we need, Bronwyn, and you are going to start off with a Feel Good story. I have this beautiful feel-good story, and you're going to be so amazed. So so there was a Jewish family, though, called the Konakovskis. They immigrated from Lithuania to the United States, like most Jewish families. And they took pity on a seven-year-old boy and brought him to their home. He stayed there. He spent the night in this Jewish family home, where for the first time in his life, he was treated with kindness and tenderness. When he went to bed, Mrs. Konovsky sang him Russian lullabies, which he sang with her. Later, he learned to sing and play several Russian and Jewish songs. And over time, this boy became the adopted son of this family. Mr. Konovsky gave him money to buy his very first musical instrument, as was the custom in Jewish families. And later, when he became a professional musician and composer, he used these Jewish melodies and compositions such as St. James's Hospital and Go Down Moses. The little boy grew up and wrote a book about this Jewish family who adopted him in 1907 and proudly spoke Yiddish fluently. In memory of this family and until the end of his life, he wore the Star of David and said that in this family, he learned to live a real life and determination. This little boy's name was Louis Armstrong. This little boy was called Louis Sachmo Armstrong. Louis Armstrong proudly spoke fluent Yiddish and Sachmo is Yiddish or Big Cheeks, a nickname some say was given to him by Mrs. Konofsky. What a beautiful, what an incredible story. What a beautiful story, Bronwyn, and the right way to start off our feel good slot because sometimes we feel we're under attack and it's important to know that we are loved. Yeah, and every time you listen to Louis Armstrong, just think, think of the story because uh, Yiddish and, and Jewish Kite really influenced him. And if it wasn't for this family, he wouldn't have been Louis Armstrong. Mm, unbelievable, incredible, Bronwyn. And while we're talking about stars, it's award seasons. Lots of stars, sure, yeah. lots of recognition, Bronwyn. Yeah, the glitz and glam is out now. I'm never, ever ready for award season. It just kind of pounces on you, but it's really such a fantastic time. And uh, we just had the Golden Globes winners, and I say we, but but America just had the Golden Globes in um, the full list of winners where Oppenheimer, and I still haven't seen the movie, um, really won the final awards at, uh, at the Motion Picture um, Awards ceremony. They actually, like, swept it, so... Um, the awards were for composer Ludwig Göransson and stars Cillian Murphy and Robert Downey Jr. And uh, it was really, really quite incredible. And then um, the movie Poor Things won two major awards, including Best Motion Picture and Best Actress for Emma Stone. And uh, Paul Giamatti won for The Holdovers, um, as well as his co-star Divine Joy Randolph. And then uh, Anatomy of a Fall 
Um, the French film won for Best Foreign Language as well as Best Screenplay for the director Justine Treat and her partner and husband Arthur Harari. The Bear, I don't know if you've seen it um, in in comedy one. Succession mm-hmm. won for Best Drama. Succession's brilliant. And Beef in a limited series um, won a few awards. So uh, really quite exciting. Um, and then, of course, what follows are the Oscars. That's the big one. Um, Oppenheimer leads the Oscar nominations. Uh, it got 13 nominations, followed by Poor Things with 11. Movie Killers of the Flower Moon had 10 nominations and Barbie with eight. And then all four films will compete for Best Picture of the Year. Um, I'm so sad to say I haven't seen any. I need to catch up on my Oscar movies. I haven't even seen Barbie yet. It's terrible. Um, Don't worry, Bronwyn. I haven't either. Does that make you feel better? (laughs) We're going to have to go. And uh, that's going to take place on the 10th of March. So uh, we've got time to see the movies and decide who our winners are. But, you know, everyone's a winner. You know, everyone's a winner. (laughs) (laughs) Can I ask you, the last time you went to movies, was it busy? Wow. I actually went to a movie at the beginning of the year um, and it was packed. Okay, I was just wondering, because I went to a movie also during the holidays, and I was quite surprised how empty it was. And I felt a little bit anxious, uh, like, what is the future of movies? Um, Yeah, it's it's very strange, because I, I hardly go to movies, um, because we've got streaming services. And I must be honest, I, I'm not a fan of sitting next to strangers and listening to them eating popcorn and food and making noises. It, it's sure it irks me. Um, so... <laughs> I'm not the best moviegoer. Um, that, that is me, Bronwyn. I'm the one slurping <laughs> the slush and <laughs> crushing the popcorn. Okay, that is me. Okay. Uh, I'm terrible. I'm like, be quiet. Um, no, anyway, I. you know what? I think I think for youngsters, I think it's, um, it's something to do with your kids. And, I mean, when I went to go see Wonka, which I loved. You must go see it. It is so amazing it's so feel good if you really want to escape and just go down an enchanting world of chocolates and fantasy you really should go and see it brilliant acting as well I mean those British actors um, are, are just world class I mean even in like caricature roles they just blow me away so um, so I went and it was full of kids obviously and then um, I think you know, the older generations who loved the movies still go. It's just quite pricey. That's the only thing. But um, I think there is still a need for it. I really do. And there's a magic. There's definitely a magic. It's an it's a yeah. outing. It's, I mean, we used to date movies, you know. I'm sure yeah. people still date movies, I'm sure. Yeah, I think so. I don't know, maybe. Um, but, uh, yeah, that big screen, and it, it is. It's the surround sound. It's the experience, I think. Ron, are we going <laughs> off track of Grammys next month? And then the Grammys are in Feb. Um, you know, I, I don't know half of these um, artists. There's so many new people. But, um, you know, like people like Taylor Swift and, and Miley Cyrus have been nominated. And I look at the rock category, which is my category that I love, um, Metallica have been nominated in Best Rock and Best Alternative. And then they're actually debuting um, three new categories, which is amazing. Best African Music Performance, Best Alternative Jazz Album, and Best Dance Recording. So that's wow. quite exciting. That really wow. opens it up for diversity. Yeah. 
So that's going to be quite exciting to watch. Um, so let's wait for the 4th of Feb, which is around the corner. Wow, that is exciting. I think we have time for one more. Are we going to talk about um, the Theatre on the Square? Yes, please. So uh, Theatre on the Square, we love uh, Daphne Kuhn. She just creates magic and her weekly lunch hour classical music series um, actually starts today at one o'clock. Um, so after your show, people just rush there. Um, <laughs> and uh, she she she's the only theatre in the country that still has a, a weekly classical music lineup, which is quite amazing because I still think we need to pay tribute to these classical music artists. Um, I mean, that's the foundation of all music. And then um, she's actually going to be opening her actual season of plays with a, a play called Spanish Steps. Um, it opens in Feb as well. It's with the brilliant Diane Simpson and Gavin Vanna. And um, it's really a, a feel-good show about two unlikely people who uh, kind of work through their issues, who who don't really – who are quite an unlikely a duo. They're not a couple, but an unlikely duo to actually work through their issues together and they see the light. They're forced together. And um, I think every encounter we have with someone helps us um, in some way to overcome some obstacle, some issue that we're going through. So that's that's a really helpful play. And I'm looking forward to it because apparently it's really brilliant. And Diane Simpson is phenomenal. Um, so Looking forward to that. So, yay, theatre's back, and uh, I'm quite excited. Theatre's back. Just before we say goodbye, and just the classical music concerts, are they in the theatre on their on, on the square? Because you've got such a beautiful setup there. And I've never oh, been to one, due to the timing of it, I've never been yeah, able to go to a Friday concert. Yeah. Well, um, it's in the theatre. It's in the actual theatre. Unfortunately, it can't be outside. I think, you know, the square is owned by the mall and um, I think there would be logistic issues and sound issues, but it's actually inside the theatre, um, reasonably priced. It's it's so beautiful and intimate. It's an hour and you get to see these brilliant minds and brilliant talents at a really reasonable price. Um, and it's just also like we always talk about escaping and um, just getting away from life and instead of, you know, gobbling down your food and getting back to the office, why don't you take your lunch break and go listen to some beautiful music? <laughs> it, is, it does change the soul. It is good for the soul. It's soul food. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Ronwin, um, we are going to have two call-outs. One is to all the matrix for doing yes. so incredibly well. Whatever they did, they wow. did well. They they finished school. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think both of us feel we would like to play, pay tribute to our Hero of the Week. Oh, he is just such a phenomenal young man, David Teager. I'm in awe of this person. What he's gone through and then achieved afterwards is remarkable. You know, um, we all know him by now. <laughs> he uh, plays for the under-19s cricket team, South African cricket team. He got seven distinctions. He is so loved by his peers. I mean, I've read testimonials about this this young man. Um, he went to CARES, and I've read testimonials about him, and they just talk about his character and his integrity, and you can see it. And um, for him to go through what he's been through at such a young age and to come out on top is so inspiring. I, I feel like he's just kept his head down. He stayed in his lane, and he just did his thing, and it just proves that um, no one can take away talent and no one can take away integrity 
and he 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 achieved he's achieved what he achieved because of who he is and his talent and whatever happens to him no one can take that away from him no absolutely and it's good to know that he also he stayed true to his faith and he straight to his true to his belief and he came out on top so they will not intimidate us and they will not bully us yeah, 100%. And he he observes um, Shabbat and Kashrut, which is so amazing. And you know what's even more remarkable? He has his own Wikipedia page. <laughs> so he's doing his thing. I mean, he he's just so remarkable. I think his integrity is incredible. And, you know, in my opinion, he really did nothing wrong. Um, I uh, You know, I think things get blown out of proportion. But I think this is a, a great lesson for him and for us. Um, you know, not just as Jewish people, but as anyone, you know, um, we sometimes get bogged down in, in the external stuff that happens to us and we lose focus and, and fall. And this young guy just, uh, he just kept his focus and he carried on. And, and I mean, look at what he achieved in his first match, 44 runs. He then, um, unfortunately, uh, what, you know, for the, uh, for the captain who, who took his place, but fortunately for him, he had to step in the role and he, he led his team with once again integrity, and I, I just think he's incredible. I, no one can take away who he is, and um, that I think is the point. So um, every time we get bogged down in something, we must just remember to just keep up focus and just be who we are because uh, that's what gets us through everything. Ronan, on that feel-good note, thank you so much for joining <laughs> me. We will do this all again in two weeks' time. And if anybody has a feel-good story that they'd like to share, they're welcome, of course, to get in touch with me, and I'll give those details in a moment. Bronwyn, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. That was Bronwyn Hershowitz, art specialist and publicist, and she is back in her regular bi-weekly slot, renamed the Feel Good Slot. <laughs>